Oh, daddy. Oh, what's happening, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a great one. I just got finished a delicious Taco Tuesday dinner. In all reality, it wasn't Taco Tuesday. It was Mexican pizza. Because like every other American, we culturally appropriate the hell out of Tuesdays. That's right. Normally we do do tacos. I said do-do. Normally we do tacos on Tuesday with the kids. But for those of you that have multiple children and even teenagers or those that are about to be, you know, the 18 and 17, they do nothing but eat, sleep, and shit. Just like they did when they were babies. Uh, They complain more than when they were babies. At least when babies complain, they're just crying. Um, But when we do tacos in this house, typically we have to come up with three pounds of ground meat. we got to come up with about two different hard taco kits, one soft taco kit, um, like six plum tomatoes, a whole head of lettuce, two bags of Mexican cheese. It gets crazy. And the kids use some other sauces and things like that. So does the Lush. I'm not a big sauce guy on my tacos. Give me some delicious meats and veggies. It's like a street taco, right? Right, Fred? Ah, Fred. Still nothing, right, buddy? All right, well, welcome buddy thanks for coming over tonight appreciate you staying in line with us on the on the tuesday schedule that's right it's like the third tuesday in a row i'm pretty pumped i'm gonna try and keep some consistency with this right consistency is the key to discipline that's what we're going for anyway it's tuesday like i said and i hope that everyone had a great weekend i had a fantastic weekend we of course live in a blended family therefore we have weekends where we have kids and weekends we don't have kids this week's past weekend, we did not have any kids. None at all. So the Lush and I decided we were going to have a good time. We did. We had a great time. Date night on Thursday, and then Friday was another fun day of going out. We, I think we went out and got crabs on Thursday, on Friday. Delicious. Out by the old Cantler's, Cantler's Dockside. Well, I think it's Creekside. Everybody else uses Dockside. They're Creekside, I think. But either way, fantastic place. Got a Key Lime Crush. Oh, my God. Not a big crush guy. Normally I drink beer or whiskey, as most of you know. As a matter of fact, right now, a little, little glass of the, the Yellowstone bourbon. Delicious. Feel free, Yellowstone, to do whatever you'd like. People, feel free to share this. Tag Yellowstone bourbon in it. I dare you. Do it. I dare you to do it. Double dog dare you. Anyway, back to the weekend. Man, it's great. Crabs. Had some. Uh, oh, I got to play golf this weekend. Fantastic time. Beautiful weather. Uh, beautiful uh, company with with some buddies out there. It was a really great time. Some of us get a little angry when we play golf. Not me. You know what I'm talking about. I know you're listening right now too, buddy. Grump of pants. Don't be a grump of pants. Out there on a beautiful day. Golf course. Beautiful weather. Miller lights being tossed back. It was a good time. It's a great time. I'll see you. Spent some time with some family. Made some steaks this weekend as well. Oh, God. So good. I really crushed those steaks. What's even crazier, though, is when I make myself uh, notes for today, like I have, and <coughs> I can't read my own handwriting. Um, luckily, I can make out this last one, which was what we kind of finished off our weekend with. We watched the new Batman holy jesus that is a great movie all i've heard from most of you people is that this movie is no good 
It's too long. It's too dark. It's too emo. It's fucking Batman, guys. It's supposed to be dark. It's supposed to be emo. And as my wonderful brother-in-law said, it's great to finally see a Batman movie that was 95% Batman and like 5% Bruce Wayne. I don't care about Bruce Wayne. We all know he's rich. His parents died. Poor trust fund baby. Who cares? Batman is the dude that everybody loves. Aren't comic books written about Bruce Wayne? Comic books written about Batman. Bruce Wayne lived alone. Batman had a gay lover in Robin. Fred, I think it just pissed off all the Batman fans. I shrugged too, buddy. Thanks again for stopping in and not saying a fucking word. Um, anyway, the Batman was a great movie. I think everybody was fantastic. That dude, I don't even remember what his name is. I even have a computer here. I should really look this up. Um, that guy that played... Um, the the riddler in this and this isn't a spoiler alert guys um because you guys already know the riddler is in this uh but this guy was absolutely fantastic um just a a fantastic actor uh paul dano oh my god he crushes it as the creepiest human alive it was nice to see that it was nice to see a little bit of a, a mild origin story on the penguin too good what threw the lush off was when I explained to her who the penguin was. Again, not a spoiler alert. You should already know this. But the penguin is Colin Farrell. And I promise you, while you're watching it, you will have no idea that that is Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is a handsome man, Fred. Handsome. The penguin is not handsome, bro. Not even that. He's fat. I'm not body shaming. Settle down. He's a penguin. You're allowed to say it to animals. Anyway, just a fantastic movie. I can't, I, I cannot suggest it enough. I, I know it said it's three hours or three and a half hours or three hours and 20 minutes, whatever the hell it says it is. I don't care. I don't care. It's worth every minute of it. And, and like the, the Lush was saying, like it didn't stop from beginning to end. It just doesn't stop and it keeps you on your toes, which I love. Absolutely fantastic. But that was our weekend. I don't know how you guys is worth. Hopefully you were able to get outside, maybe... Have some fun with some loved ones, or if you live alone, maybe you wandered the streets alone, staring at other people with loved ones, wondering, why won't they love me? Why? And maybe it's because you're ugly. I'm just kidding. It's jokes, folks. Don't virtually slap me. Guys, when is that going to get old? Don't virtually slap me. Don't slap me. I made a joke. God damn it, Will Smith. This just won't ever stop. All right, as you can already tell, Fred is here, not saying another word, but, I mean, he's making this thing work, so that's all that matters. Fred, are you going to say hi to the people? No, okay, he's not. Anyway, uh, super pumped here uh, on the, the, in the, in the basement studio, staring at my, my Lions Not Sheep flag and, and my beautiful Easy Choices Hard Life uh, poster. My whiskey's behind me. Brought my desk back. Oh, man, this wood desk I love. I filled with stickers and things like that. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. I freaking love this thing. And, and I'm going to keep doing it from here because this thing really kind of gives me the vibes, which is what I was hoping for. Not those kind of vibes, you sicko. Both my hands are on the desk. Settle down. Settle down. Although my angry buddy in the golf cart, he did send me a pretty cool picture of a, a hilarious gag gift today, uh, which is a suction cup set of stress testicles you can put under your desk. So in case you get stressed, reach under, give them a squeeze. Some of you think that's a great idea. Some of you are appalled. 
Just keep listening, though. I would love to just get the average listen time up. So just stay in here. Don't worry. I'll stay away from talking about stress scrotums. Okay? One more thing. They're, they're manscaped. All right? Just relax. They're nice and shaped. I think. I don't know. I'm just going by the picture. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but, yes, I, I'm super pumped to, to be uh, back at the desk, back here in the basement studio, which I love. The burbs, the wall of burbs behind me. Uh, which is going to give off the wrong impression. Uh, it's really just a cabinet with some bourbon in it. It's not a wall. I'm no Kev dog. I don't have that many things. But the cigars are behind me. Boy, it's starting to feel like a man's room down here. My Oreo pennants, all of them dusty from being 700 years old from the last time they won anything. A couple of Ravens ones, not so bad. Anyway, let's get into sections of the show guys uh back the format last time was so great got some great feedback thank you all all of you the the dm me on instagram and, and sent some emails in i appreciate the feedback some comments that have been on the podcast i really appreciate those texts love them all thank you guys very much uh again you can find me on instagram steve underscore goldbeck uh or you can shoot me an email goldiesplayground at gmail.com super simple guys shoot it over questions want to be on the podcast any of that stuff comments what do you think tell me i love feedback if it's negative, I'll probably just ignore you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I take it all in. Probably go scorched earth on you later, but no, I'm, again, I'm kidding. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, just like last week, that was our, our, our check-in with everybody to see how they are. Let's jump into the first section of the show, and that's news that matters to me. So I've got three news stories here that I found I went through that uh, I, I found to be interesting to me. They may not be interesting to you. Um, they may not even hit some of the big topics going on right now. I don't care. This show is my show. I'm a microphone, and you're going to listen to every damn word I have to say. I'm terrible Adam Sandler impersonation, don't you think? Thank you, Fred, for nodding your head again. God damn it, man. We don't have video. You're going to have to speak into that microphone at some point. Anyway, news starting, number one. This story, absolutely hilarious to me. Hilarious. Apparently... Here in the Baltimore, D.C. area, we are graced with the presence of two different zoos, two different animal jails. I'm not a huge fan of zoos and seeing the animals in there, but like it's like a, a two-headed coin, in all honesty. Like, I don't think it's fair that they're there. However, god damn, I love going to the zoo and seeing those animals, right? You, you, more respect for, for what they do and who they are. Um all those animals that are in there have been brought there, and, and most of the time they look drugged or sedated or unhappy, and they should be. Some of them get real violent and turn out to be like that one that was in, uh, where was that? Where was that, Fred? In Seattle? Boston? I don't remember where that was. This is not even on the same side of the country. But there was a the video that went viral. If you haven't seen it, I, I challenge you to go watch it. It's actually pretty amazing. Um, it's rough. I will admit to you that it is rough. However, it is pretty amazing to watch. But it's uh, I believe it's some sort of monkey at the zoo uh, in its enclosure. They have these tall tree pole uh, stanchions that these the, the monkeys can climb up and, and just so it gives them the ability to climb or something like that. I don't know. I'm sure it's nothing like their natural habitat. But... This monkey climbs up to the top of this, and there's a flock of seagulls flying around. And this dude literally grabs one of the seagulls out of the air and smashes that some bitch on top of that post for about five minutes. It's brutal, but my God, that's pretty impressive what that monkey can do. But that's not the story. That's not the story. 
As I mentioned, there are two zoos here in the D.C. Baltimore area. The Baltimore Zoo, you got to pay money to get into. And the National Zoo, Smithsonian Zoo in Washington, D.C. Free as a bird, unlike the animals. This weekend, a non-native zoo coyote, meaning just a, a, a coyote. Oh, I'm sorry. See, I did it earlier when I was writing this down. It's not a goddamn coyote. It was a fox. A fox from somewhere in the neighborhood, probably out of Rock Creek Park, after digging up a couple of dead interns, came roaming into the zoo. Nobody noticed this thing. And my friends, the fox lived its best buffet life. Reportedly, the wild fox took advantage of that buffet by killing 25 flamingos and a duck. Let me just make sure that we're perfectly clear here. The saying is, sly as a fox. That dude went and killed the one bird that can't do anything but one around on one leg. And a duck that it's probably used to seeing. God bless that fox. Living his best nature life. Not a member of the zoo. Not a fox that got out. I mean, of course, you know, it sucks. You know, the, the, the zoo is now down 25 flamingos. But holy hell, Fred. 25 flamingos. That's unbelievable, man. Don't, don't make the gagging sound like you're going to get sick. I'm not putting up a video of how the fox got them all. But, I mean, like, can you imagine, like, zookeeper, birdhouse, wandering around like, Oh, hey, all right, we fed the eagle some other baby birds and a fish and a goat. And then we fed the hawks and the owls hooted at us. Oh, let's go. See what we have to do in the flamingo cage. Oh, dear God. The horrors. The massacre that had to have been in there. I assume there's video surveillance that shows this. So eventually, at some point, I'm sure the video will be out. It may even be on the news report that I was reading. I just don't pay attention to those things when I look at them. That's story number one in news that uh, matters to me. Let's go with story number two. This one, uh, everybody's aware of, the, the whole Roe versus Wade thing. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I've talked about before. I'm not going to make this a political show. Uh, but I will always be authentic with all of you. I have always been authentic with all of you. Shared, you go back and listen to a couple of the other episodes, share some dark stories about my past and who I am and, wh and what I've been through in my own life and what I've self-inflicted, all self-inflicted, um, but where those things are. And I will continue to be authentic with you. No matter what you think. And, and hey, everyone is entitled in the United States of America to freedom of opinion. People don't have to agree with that. I believe even, even the great Elon Musk, who ironically, all the people on the left hate for buying Twitter, but they buy his cars to save the planet. So I don't know. You got you to you pick one here, guys. Can't have it both ways. Anyway. Uh, I guess it's in front of the Supreme Court. And I'll admit, I don't know enough about what's going on today. I just know it's fucking everywhere. And people have been sending me stories about this all day. That, that apparently it's in front that, that the Supreme Court could potentially strike down Roe versus Wade. Um, I'm here to tell you that, that the United States of America is about free choice. Is about freedom of religion. Freedom of speech. Freedom of choice. Not freedom from consequence. But freedom of those things. 
going back to what I was getting to with Elon Musk before I shot off on a tangent and became completely disjointed. As Elon Musk said, I want the people who left who hate me to come back and tell me how much they hate me on Twitter because that's what democracy is. That is standing in front of someone who opposes every thought and idea and notion that you have and being able to talk to them about it. Again, going back, we're not going to make this a political show, guys, but for the love of God, we've lost the ability to sit and listen to somebody who talk, who thinks of something completely different than we do and understand their point. You don't have to agree. You also don't have to immediately think they're the devil because they don't agree with you. Because most of you, I think, are not going to agree with what I'm about to say. I don't hope you don't hate me for it. You don't have to agree with me. It's okay. We can chat it out if you want. But in my mind, the United States of America gives you the freedom of choice, the freedom of opinion, the freedom of speech, not freedom of consequences. You get to be who you want to be if you really work hard here in America. Up until today, I mean, hey, you can even be whatever gender it is that you feel like you need to be that day or not. Maybe you're non-binary. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. You can't have all these freedoms of choice and try to take away a freedom of choice. You know, I, I saw a great thing today that said, uh, I tell you what, it's a lot cheaper than, buy, uh, than, than spending all the money we do on contraceptives by having every male get a vasectomy because it's reversible. And when he is deemed worthy of being a father by his significant other, they can have it undone. No guy would go for that. Actually, that's not true. A lot of guys would go for that just for the sake they could just start banging chicks and not worry about getting them pregnant. Nick Cannon, I'm talking to you, bro. But the fact of the matter is, is you cannot take away the freedom of choice. Now, I do caveat that with saying, I don't believe you should have the ability to have an abortion to the even at the end of the first trimester and forward. I, I don't believe you should be able to at that point. But I do believe that if you made a mistake and it's been three weeks, four weeks, that's when you found out. If you were sexually assaulted, if you were raped, if you were Bill cosby you should have that choice. I'm sorry. I think you should. I, I actually uh, appreciate and agree with the thought of it. It's a woman's body. It's her right to choose how she does with her body. And guys, let me just say, I back this up with the same thing I've said all along when it comes to uh, the, the sports world. And when it comes to cracking down on steroids, screw you people. If, if, if somebody wants to jack a needle in their ass cheek for every six cycles so they can get huge and hit 600 home runs or they can tear the head off of somebody in a football game, go ahead. It's your body. I don't care. You're not bothering me. I, I have the same opinion for those people that want to dress up as, as the opposite sex. Do it. They say trans, but like there's cross-dressing too. And I think that's gotten really blurred unnecessarily. But like, I don't care. The United States gives you the freedom of choice. You should have the freedom of choice. The hypocrisy of taking that away looms larger and develops a very slippery slope. So I want you to keep in mind that that's what's going on. That's not a liberal thing. That is not a conservative thing. That is not an independent thing. That's an American thing. That's all. 
that's about all I care about talking about that right now. Because now we need to get to what is the most exciting news story of the day that I didn't even think I would find and popped up on me while I was building this out for today. I didn't even notice this was a thing. And I'm so fucking pumped. Ladies and gentlemen, teaser trailer was released today. That's right. I'm talking about a movie. A biopic. One of the greatest Americans we've ever known. Fuck, is he, wait, is he Canadian? I can't remember. I think he's American. We're going to go with American, and if I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, the teaser trailer for the summer release of the monumental, probably Oscar-worthy biopic of Weird Al Yankovic hit the YouTubes today. That's right, get out there. Get out there and see it. You know you want to see it. I'm going to throw one other zinger at you for that. Do you know who's playing? Weird Al Yankovic? Some of you are probably saying Dustin Diamond. Nope, he's dead. Just because he's got curly hair doesn't mean it's the same thing. Some of you may be thinking Daniel Day-Lewis. That would be a great fit. Great fit. Would anybody really embody a better... Is there a better actor? No. Maybe you're thinking Brad Pitt. I don't think Brad Pitt can pull it off. I don't think he looks as good as Weird Al. No, no, no. The guy they got... Captain Gryffindor himself. I probably got that wrong. Oh, Harry Potter. That's right. Daniel Radcliffe. Weird Al Yankovic in the Oscar-buzzed biopic on Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, my God. The stories of how he came up with those songs, the people that hated them, hated the mockery of their own music. Talking to you, Coolio. Settle down. Amish Paradise is hilarious. It is a perfect parody of Gangster's Paradise. Anyway, that was outstanding. When I saw it today, I was like, I'm not sure there's a better news story. I'm not sure that there's any way I could have a better news story. It's unbelievable. I'm super impressed. I'm super happy. And now to take a break between that and our next seg- our next segment of the show, you're going to hear a door open. That's right. It's because I'm down here in the basement. Apparently my loving family who's upstairs being so wonderful, allowing me to do this, decided not to keep the dog up there. And he apparently has to take a tissy outside. So just hold one second while I let him out. Come here, wolf boy. Hopefully he doesn't kill a flamingo. All right. Now moving on to the MF Show sports segment. God, I love this segment. It's going to be great. Talking about the big things going on. Hey, the NBA playoffs started. Who cares? That's the end of that. Moving on. Number two. Major League umpires are super, super under fire, guys. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Oh, what a terrible job they've done. I don't know if you've seen this now. Uh, there's all kinds of these little stat casts things that come out uh, the that kind of judge and rate the umpires. Um, I am not sure anyone has gotten a worse review in the history of their job for as long as Angel freaking Hernandez has. 
Angel Hernandez missed 25 of 27. 25 out of 27, I think it was like ball calls or strike calls or something. In one game, in a weekend. Both ways. Now, he's terrible both ways. But what we're also seeing is that umpires across the board, as I get a text from the Kev dog, that states, and this was not planned. He literally sent this apparently 23 minutes ago. Umpires are terrible this year. Even the replay people suck. What's the point of replay when they can't even get it right? This is accurate. Now, I love the umpire announcing to everybody what the ruling after the, the review is. That's great. Um, but how about this? How about get guys that are good at their job? Uh, they're just things missed that don't make sense. The amount of preposterous calls has gotten worse. And with the impending doom of technology jumping in on these jobs, you would think in some way, shape, or form they would be trying to get better. But my God, does it feel like they are trying to get worse. Of course, the dog is back right now. It's crushing me on my roll. Come on, Wolf Boy. Get in here. Go away. All right. But yes, I I don't understand uh, at all uh, how they could be getting worse. The... the, uh, Automation and technology is there to call balls and strikes and not need an umpire. Gentlemen, I don't think you realize that your job is going to be gone. Umpires in Major League Baseball have no consequence. That's why. There's no consequence to being a Major League Baseball umpire and sucking at your job for 20 plus years like Angel Hernandez. Hey, he doesn't get any playoff games. Horseshit, two years ago he was in the playoffs. He sells his job. The NFL, they're, they, they have teams that will not referee teams that if they are rated below a certain level, I don't think they get to ref the next week. They'll get a game. The NBA has consequences for terrible officiating. Now, not great consequences because NBA officiating is basically just run up and down the court, get a good cardio workout in, every once in a while blow a whistle, on something kind of egregious and immediately determine it to be a tag or uh, what do they call that? A flagrant to and eject people. Otherwise, let them go. At least from the games I watched this weekend. And by games, I mean like five minutes of about four different games. Major League Baseball has so many problems. And the umpires sit above uh, at the top. Case in point. People are talking about umpires. No one talks about officiating when it's all right. That's the way it should be. You shouldn't even notice it's there. You should just know. And if they make a mistake, they get it right with the replay. But they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're not good at their jobs. There's no accountability. There's no additional training that I'm aware of. Like I don't know how they make it better other than replacing them. Plain and simple. It's just it's not good. And, and I don't know, I, I believe the Major League Baseball umpires do have a union as well. And while we're all kind of clamoring for, you know, all the diversity and stuff that we can get, diversity, inclusion, and all those things, and, you know, okay, whatever. Right person for the right job, I got it. Look at the female coaches that you see entering into the NFL um even into major league baseball minor league baseball great minority hiring probably still needs to be addressed across the board as a whole major league baseball gotten better i think the most the nba obviously probably the best at it 
the NFL absolute garbage and horseshit about it all. Um, but in every sport, I think even in hockey, and you hockey heads can even tell me, I think they even have female officials. There isn't a female umpire, even in minor league baseball. That has nothing to do with the reason I brought this up. I just hate umpires so much I want to find everything wrong with them. Ah, but I digress. What are we talking about here? Baseball season's off to a start. Offense is finally kicking back up, which is great. Uh, I think I saw league-wide uh, after the first like month of the season so far, the batting average across the board for major, uh, on average was 234. It's fucking terrible, guys. And, and the reason it's terrible, three-week spring training. Uh, pitchers are, already, are always ahead of hitters anyway to start the season. The weather's been a little bit cooler, so things aren't aren't traveling as far, and, and you've got some other stuff going on. Not to mention during that lockout, I'll guarantee you there wasn't a whole lot of work going on. Anyway, I think you'll see that change. Uh, but but it's great to see the season starting off. It's great to see some great competition. Um, I love that my Orioles are being competitive. Yeah, they're losing. I don't care. They're in last place, but watch those games. They're playing the Twins this, uh, this week, four-game series. Uh, this will be the fourth team already this season currently in first place that the Orioles will be playing the Brewers the Yankees the Twins and there's somebody else I'm forgetting but I don't care uh, oh I'm sorry the Angels and they're staying competitive that's all I want to see competitive baseball the light of the end of a very dark tunnel is coming guys stay hang in there Oriole fans it's coming Nationals fans probably find something else to do because that ship is taking a terrible dive it's so bad it's so bad. And and you Mariners fans. Welcome back to Earth. I told you. It's a long season. Let's hold on, see what happens. Mets fans, be excited. I think I think this might be real. And hey, who's not rooting for Buck Show Walter? If you are not rooting for Buck Show Walter, I don't really know what's wrong with you as a baseball fan. Unless you're a Braves fan. In which case, I get it. You just can't root for the Mets. But secretly you're like I like Buck Show Walter. You crack another Modelo while you sit down on your ranch. And finally in sports, <laughs> you know we weren't going to forget about this. The NFL Draft. That's right. Since the last time we talked, the NFL Draft happened. Oh, what a wild and wacky Thursday for round one. It was, spe- it was pretty crazy. As those people that I was texting with know, I was totally behind the Ravens at all times. I'm kidding. They, they know I'm full of shit. I was screaming at the TV. I was screaming at my phone. I was angrily texting so many people. But lo and behold, that's just a guy who had a few too many pops living in the moment instead of remembering there's like maybe two other organizations that draft as good as the Ravens do. They always do. Came out with that A grade. I love it. The A grade is always... Always wonderful, but I think what's even more fun, though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get down to this because I saw it. And I want to make sure to, that I have this accurate. It's not talking about how great everything was. By the way, Ryan Tannehill saying he had to go to therapy after a playoff loss, dude. Settle down. Come on, sack up a little bit. You need to relax. Uh, but when we're looking at this, Ravens, Chiefs, great job. Cardinals, A. Falcons, B. B, oh, how do the Falcons get an A and the Ravens get a B? I don't know. CBS, you're, you're goofy as hell. Um, but we got to get down here to the bad grades, right? <laughs> That's honestly what we want to talk about. Who shit 
the bed in the draft. There, there's one not good. Packers, shitty job. Like, how do you not take a wide receiver until the second round, first of all, out of North Dakota State, who is n- not rated that high? Then wait till the very last pick you have to take another wide receiver. You lost Devontae Adams. What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I just don't get it. Ah, there's one. So I want you to think about this. You have two first-round picks as a team, including the number one overall pick. And somehow, across the board, everyone has rated your draft as terrible. You traded up for Devin Lloyd. You didn't need to do that. Especially since you gave a huge contract to the guy whose name I can't pronounce. Who plays the same position. Don't make no sense. It just doesn't. Uh, It's good to see the Los Angeles Rams, the one team who has openly acknowledged their hatred for draft picks, uh, getting a C grade. That's better than the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's better than the Packers. Guys, they hate draft picks. They've openly said it. They'd rather just buy free agents. It's L.A., Look what the Dodgers do. They're like, hey, you know that luxury tax you're going to charge us? Eat it. We don't care. Let's see. But there's one I'm trying to get to here. A D for the smartest man in the room, guys. A D for the smartest man in the room. What are you doing, Billy B? No one knows what you're doing, dude. Nobody knows what you're doing. This draft made no sense. An offensive lineman, great. Mac Jones is going to be tough, but everybody had that dude rated as a second or third round pick. You took him with the 20th overall pick. In the fourth round, you took a quarterback. What the hell are you doing? Why? Like, I don't understand what you're doing. There's so many other needs. I think they did great going CB heavy. That's, That's great, but like, He's the smartest man in the room when it comes to talking about football. So maybe the rest of us are just dumb. Maybe we don't know. We're going to find out, though. But I'll tell you right now, if you're a Patriots fan, you got to be like, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe Bill's watched too many lacrosse games. He just didn't pay any attention to film this year. I don't know. It's crazy. It's super crazy. But that's the MFG Show's sports segment. Thank you very much. Excellent. What a great way. And now to wrap it up. And what is... I'm going to say it's my favorite segment. But really, it's, they're all my favorite. It's like picking your favorite kid. I don't have a favorite kid. I hate them all. <laughs> no, I love them all. I love them all equally. It's great. I love all my kids equally. And I love all the segments of the show equally. So now, the final segment. How... To be a good human. I always love closing it out with just my thoughts on one little thing you could do to be a better human. Today, tomorrow, this week. I don't care. Pick a time. And just kind of try this. And what I'm asking you to try this time is to choose happiness. Choose happiness. I'm not asking you to do anything crazy. Well, Steve, what do you mean? 
What do you mean by choose happiness? I mean, choose happiness. Wake up in the morning, decide today's going to be a good day. I think my wife says it all the time to our youngest, and uh, I love that she says it's kind of what they say every day. They go in and out of the house. I laugh at them and make fun of them because I think it's so goddamn cheesy, but it, it, it's right, and that's what I mean by choose happiness. Wake up each day going, today is a good day. I'm sorry. I messed it up. Oh, my God. I botched it. Fred, she's going to be so pissed. Today is a great day to have a great day. And why not? So many people focus on, man, my day was miserable. Their day wasn't miserable. They had 10 minutes that was miserable, and they let it affect them the rest of the day. So tell yourself, I'm choosing happiness today. doesn't matter what happens. doesn't matter what I see on the news or in sports. I can acknowledge when things are not good. I'm not telling you to be living in the clouds and not be realistic. What I am asking you to do is when you see those things, be like, wow, that's terrible. And then live your day with happiness. Maybe your boss does something, assigns you something, yells at you, does something that just pisses you off. Accept that, acknowledge it, and then choose happiness. Okay, hey, look, that sucked. But you know what? I'm going to make it better from this point forward. And maybe, hey, listen, I get it. We've all had those days that pile on and pile on and pile on, right? You wake up, you're like, today's a great day to have a great day. Car doesn't start. Once it starts, get a flat tire. You miss the train, you got to walk six miles to work. You're sweaty all day, smelling terrible. Everybody thinks you're the stinky person. Boss yells at you. You realize you forgot your lunch at work. Or it's at home, you're at work, so I'm doing that. Not to mention you're thinking about the fact, Jesus, a month ago, I had spent 770 days working from home. Why am I back in an office? But at each one of those moments, you can stop and go, hey, all right, it gets better from now. It gets better from now. And maybe in some cases, I promise you there are going to be days where that next happiness stretch or that next bit isn't until right before you go to bed. Maybe your kid comes in and just says, hey, I love you. Good night. I'm so glad you're my mom, my dad. Maybe you get a text from somebody that changes the whole thing. That's choosing happiness. No matter what happens to you throughout the day, try and find a way to bounce back. Be happy. Be happy for other people. When you see great things, your friends do great things. If you know it's their birthday, if you know it's their anniversary, don't post on Facebook unless you don't have their number. And if you don't have their number, you have Facebook, which means you have Facebook Messenger. Send them a direct message. Make them happy. Spread it. Spread that happiness you choose. Oh my God, I'm so happy my friend did this. My friend just started a new business. My friend just closed a huge deal. My friends just had a baby. My family just celebrated their 37th wedding anniversary, 36th wedding anniversary. Reach out to them directly. Spread that happiness. I'm so happy for them. Tell them. Tell them. Because maybe, just maybe, what you see as a happy moment for them they're caught in that loop. And by you reaching out directly to another human being and saying, hey, man, I'm super proud of you. I'm so happy for you. I love you, pal. Maybe that ends that loop for them. Maybe that's the piece that allows them to finally also choose happiness. And that's where we're going to end it. 
I love you all. Thank you all for listening. Please feel free to comment. Feel free to share the podcast. I would love to see more than... I don't know how many people listen. I stopped looking. I don't care anymore. I'm, I'm just having so much fun doing this. So if you want to share it, share it. Go for it. I don't care. Go for it. If you want to comment on it, do it. If you want to send me an email, you want to hit me up on Instagram. If you have my number, you want to text me, call me. Oh my God, how about that? Call me. Let's talk about whatever I said tonight, whatever I've said in past episodes. Maybe you want to come on. Let me know. Like I said, I'm having a blast doing this. I hope you all are enjoying listening. Like I always say, let's remember, guys, keep doing some silly shit. Choose happiness. I'll see you all next episode. Deuces.